1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Ephraim Salam. Is a friend, is a former colleague, is a longtime former NFL player. I didn't do that though. That wasn't that wasn't that wasn't my thing. I was too uh, too big and strong for that. Um, and he's going to join us right now on the show. E, good morning, buddy. What's up? What's up? How's the uh, How was the old summertime?
3: How you doing, man?
2: You know, I'm great actually. Are your kids in school now? Are you Are you back to the uh, the grind of take them to school, we, pick them up,
3: we've homework? Been in school for three weeks, man. Three weeks. Yes, since August
2: 15th oh man we, we we started a little bit later than you guys some of the kids out here in Hermosa. I'm not in Hermosa Beach I'm in Manhattan Beach but the school district next to us don't even
3: don't didn't start till this week yeah I know it's a lot of a lot of the private schools around here that started yesterday
2: those fancy people Ephraim Salam here on the show even we I was talking at the start of the show about how interesting I think it's going to be for Russell Wilson in Denver and there's a story in, in ESPN today uh, that that reports and talks about the slowly building divorce that transpired between him and the Seahawks and the reasons for it, and some of it was Pete Carroll and that organization doubting Russell Wilson's ability to be to still be elite. Uh, for you, with what he has in, in Denver, what do you think we will see from that team and from, from Russell Wilson in particular with your former organization?
3: Well, I mean, I think it'll, it'll definitely be an upgrade. I still believe that Russell uh Wilson is an elite quarterback i mean you you can't it's not like he's fifty uh you, you can't take away his abilities and 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 what he's done in his career and what he continues to plan to continue to do the only problem is that division that he's in so even you know if you if you look at the division and and the Kansas city chiefs who won the division um for the last several years they've Won at least twelve or thirteen games every year. So, in order for Russell to win that division and solidify a playoff spot, he's got to win twelve to thirteen games. Can he do that in 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 Denver with that roster? Possibly. But there are two other teams in that division that that are favored, uh, in the Chargers and in the, the Chiefs. So, he can have a successful a successful year. But I think it'll be overshadowed by the two other teams and the two other quarterbacks uh, ahead of him in that division.
2: Ephraim, I'm glad to hear you bring up the Chiefs. And maybe it's I'm misreading this, so tell me if you think so. We talk a lot, or, or I guess the general sports world talks a lot about the Buffalo Bills and talks a lot about all the teams in that crowded AFC West. And talk, I mean, just it feels like there hasn't. It's almost like people have forgotten, to your point, that Mahomes and the Chiefs have won that division four years in a row, have made the AFC Championship game four years in a row, have made the Super Bowl, if I'm getting this right, two out of those four years, and have won a Super Bowl. Do you think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going a little bit under the radar? Are we starting to take maybe for granted a little bit what they're about and what they do? I know the AFC West is really good, but the Chiefs are still in
3: it. Yeah, and that's why it's good, because the Chiefs are still still in it, and... You know how it goes, man. When when the new shiny toy comes in, in, into the room, everybody starts focusing on that. We saw it happen with Patrick Mahomes when he took over in Kansas City and he had success. And right now the new shiny toy is Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. That playoff uh, battle that was had last year, I mean, it opened a lot of people's eyes up on, on just how good uh, Josh Allen is. And – the incredible leaps and bounds uh, that we see in his game every year has people anticipating him being, you know, the the, the favorite for the league MVP. But yeah, for Kansas City, people are kind of over, you know, just they're, they're looking over them, and you know, people are expecting a, a lot from Justin Herbert, and including myself and that Chargers team. So, but this is a perfect place um, for Kansas City going into the season. Yeah, forget about us. I don't have Tyreek Hill and yeah, we're we're not gonna be anything. That'll be great for them because then they'll just be just sneaking up on people and destroying people and find themselves back in a position uh to go to uh to win a division and, 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 and make a deep playoff run.
2: Ephraim Slom here on the show. Ephraim, I'm going to um I, I was I was saying this on the air. I, I have not been to an NFL football game where I wasn't working in thirteen years. And I'm gonna I'm gonna change that tomorrow. I'm gonna actually go to Rams, Bills, not as a reporter as a credentialed media member, but as just a dude who's going to drink a bunch of beer. Uh, what should I expect from that game? You've got the defending champion, Rams, obviously still very talented football team, and you've got that Bills team that you just mentioned where there's massive expectations. They're the betting favorites, massive expectations for, for Josh Allen. It's a great game. Who has the advantage tomorrow night, do
3: you think? I think the Rams have the advantage. The Rams have the advantage because they're the defending champions uh they, they brought their key pieces back they got some pieces that were uh you know not healthy last year they have those back and it's a home game no travel they're here you know it's everything is, is lending to to the rams uh, having a successful uh, season opener that's a long way to travel for buffalo right and not quite sure you got some new pieces there trying to figure it out it, it's tough to do that to, to travel cross country uh, against a defending Super Bowl team and and, and and perform well the first game of the season.
2: Ephraim, do you um do you have any tips for me on how to get in and out of that? It's a very L.A. question, how to get in and out of that, that place. Because I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie to you. Traffic guy here, I'm a little worried that it's going to be a nightmare getting in and out of SoFi.
3: Well, it's L.A. It's always traffic in L.A. I know, man. But when you have big, big, big uh. This smack dab in in the work week, it's gonna be a nightmare, bro. If you you might want to go today <laughs> and just uh, sleep in the back of your car. <laughs> you know, park at that Sizzler, like right over there by the farm, and sleep in the in in, yeah. in the back of your car. Go to the casino just, for a
2: while. A to a twenty four hour casino. Right.
3: Yeah. You might as well just go stay stay down there, man. And it, it, it's gonna be a nightmare.
2: You think three is early enough? If I go two and a, half, is three o'clock gonna be early enough to roll in? I'm, I don't, I, dude. I hate traffic so much.
3: No, it's not gonna be early. enough.
2: I gotta go. All right. When we get off the air, I'll I'll head over there, get myself a good 18 hours. Get off the air. Yeah. Soon as I soon as I get off the air, I'm heading heading to SoFi. You, <laughs> off,
3: you should have your clothes on and everything. You should go right over there. <laughs>
2: I got kind of to get the tailgate stuff ready, so I'll be about an hour behind. he from Salam here on uh, here on here on the show? Hey, Aaron Donald. Obviously, this is a few weeks ago, but I wanted your take. What was there? Were some pictures of him swinging a couple helmets at some um, at some bangles in a, in a joint practice? Big deal, or, or much ado about nothing?
3: Much ado about nothing, man. Just a practice. I've seen all kinds of crazy things happen in practice. That's why the NFL doesn't police practice. They leave it up to the team. It's, it's hot. It's, it's, it's it, it, all kinds of, it was, it's a fight in every training camp on every team, especially when you're going against another team. It just, it's hot, man. Training camp was not as hard as it used to be, but guys are ready for it to be over. You know, a lot of guys have been locked up and, you know, some, uh, not as much as, as, as before, but some teams go off and, I remember when I was in Atlanta, we used to go to Furman University and stay in dorms at Furman, and and when I was in Denver, we used to go to Northern Colorado and stay in dorms with twin beds and like you 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 don't no one likes training camp except for rookies trying to make a team.
2: I mean, I'm trying to remember when I covered the Chiefs years ago. The Kansas City Star was it Platteville, Wisconsin? Does that even sound right?
3: It was awful. Yeah. It was you know, awful. Yeah, Aaron. you wonder why he's so angry. Yeah, that's why. You know, it, it's part of the game, man. It, should he have been swinging the, the helmet so egregiously? No, but you know, it it happened. You know, they're not going to discipline him. Hey, Aaron, don't do that again. Okay, all right, boom, move it on.
2: To be fair, if I could have swung a helmet at a couple reporters and got to go home early. I, I would have done it. I would have made contact. <laughs> I, under, I understand E from Salam here on the show. E, I um, I don't know that many NFL players. I just don't. But I I've got i I've ta- I spent a lot of time with Mitchell Trubisky, probably because nobody ever wanted to talk to the poor guy, right? So he was just available. A nice dude, and and was I think put in a situation where he was set up to fail clearly in Chicago, and, and showed some glimmers of, of of potential. But he showed a lot of other glimmers of of, of trouble. He's at a great organization. With a great head coach and a great culture and a very good roster, what are the percentage odds that, that Mitch Trubisky can can buck the trend of quarterbacks who have failed in the first stop and have some success, have some kind of a career going forward with the Steelers?
3: Well, I think it, you, you know going to a stable situation like the Steelers, which is probably one of the most stable in the league in terms of you know coaching and 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 organizational. Uh, uh, longevity. I, I, but the problem is, you got this young, Year. And so that puts Mitchell in a a, a a terrible situation because even if he is having some success, there is a plan in place to get uh, Pickett in the game at some point this year.
2: Ephraim, are you a um, are you a Trey Lance believer?
3: I hope so. I hope. I mean. Uh, I hope he, he is what, you know, everybody thought he was. Uh, but it's definitely a lot of pleasure coming out of that that organization and that fan base for him.
2: It is going to be really interesting. Uh, Ephraim Salam, my friend, it's great to hear your voice. Appreciate you. Thank you for being on. and look forward to talking a, a bunch of NFL with you throughout the season.
3: I appreciate that, man. I, the thing I don't understand is I didn't get invited to the game with you. You said you were just going as a just a, a fan. You I want to go?
2: My buddy who works at the LA Times, who I haven't seen in four years, just hit me up yesterday. It's like, do you want to go to the game with me? And here's the thing. You tell me. He goes, do you want to go to the game with me? I'm going to the game. Do you want to go? And I thought, oh, he's he's got tickets. So I'm like, yeah, man, let's do it. I'm in. Where are we sitting? And he hits me with, I don't know, how much do we want to spend? That's what I got.
3: What? Right? That is, that is terrible.
2: That's not cool, right? No. Brady McCullough, said, LA no, Times.
3: To, no. That,
2: that. Come on. Like maybe, on. maybe I should have. Okay, I guess a couple hundred bucks. I didn't really know what to say, and so then I was like, "He lives in Santa Monica. I live in Manhattan Beach." I'm like, "Hey, man, you want to just pick me up on the way?" He's like, "Oh, I can't." I'm like, okay, cool. I'll meet you there. Oh,
3: no, wait. no, no, no. You might want to revisit that friendship, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am on the radio, so my point is, you can go, but this is the awkward. Do you want to go to a different one together? Like, like we just do it, and then we can each pay our own way and have no confusion.
3: Yeah, I think we should we should plan that.
2: Alright, I'll text you. Or or you text me.
3: Alright.
2: Like I mean you're more important than me, but I'm a forgetful guy. I wanna do it. Let's do it.
3: I got you. We'll we'll make it happen. Alright, hit me up. Alright dude, and thanks for being. I'll be- reach out to my people over there and I will I have it set up for
2: us. Ooh, you got the you got the hookup?
3: Come on, man. You know well, come I, on, you know you talk, man. Come
2: I know, but I'm dealing with Brady who's charging me, so I just I'm a little shell shocked right now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you, man. you my guy. All right, buddy. I'll talk, to you. I'll talk to you later. I would love to hang out with you. That'd be fun. We'll go to a game and, you know, I'll have to leave three days early for that, too. Oh, that's all true. That's all true, Diesel.
4: <laughs> oh, man, where are we sitting?
2: I don't know. Where are you buying the seats? So I literally, I just tell him, like, I guess I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Okay. I'm definitely going to tell him this conversation happened in about the second or third quarter. I'm going to give it a couple quarters for it not to be awkward. And then I'm just going to be like, hey, man, I thought you were treating to this. And I brought it up on the radio. Uh, D.C.L., I don't like people who don't pay their bets. I'm being serious here. Can we just – seriously, can we just like, get like us out of the way? I don't like
4: those people either. Yeah, I don't like those people
2: either. Let's come back the next segment. You take your shirt off whatever stupid bet you lost. I can't remember. We'll get through it quick, and that'll be that. Mm, I don't think that's going to work. Why? What is the issue? I mean, just you made a commitment. Just paid off. I
4: think bogish made a commitment for me. By the way, no, it, you lost the bet. I think I can dig up that tape where he agreed to it for me.
2: Why don't you just get it out of the way, man? I see you. I see you like working the muscles. You're ready. You're ready. It's like jumping off. It's like jumping off the rooster in Tahoe. Maybe which I didn't do. <laughs> just gotta do it. Just jump.
4: I feel like that's more of a Friday thing.
2: It's a Friday thing. Yeah. Why not? You're gonna do it Friday? Ah, uh, probably not. If you do it Friday, I will. <laughs> I'll work the segment, so I'll condense the, I'll condense the segment. I'll make it much shorter.
1: All
4: right, let's go with Friday.
2: All right, Cell takes a shirt off Friday. Something nobody wants to see, but you gotta pay off a bet and buy or sell with Cell, But he's got a shirt on, so that's good for everybody. Coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast.
2: I'm not sure if we're allowed to to use a rejoin like that where it's Andrew talking because he's on the show. I mean, it's nice that Andrew said that. Thank you, Bogus.
5: I wasn't listening.
2: I know. Uh, Andrew, can I ask your advice on something? Sure. A buddy of mine who I haven't hung out with in, like, in three years, who lives in L.A. Now, COVID, he left for COVID, hits me up. We were just talking about this with Eve from Salam, And says, wanna, I'm reading the text, want to go to Ram's Bills with me. Should I, I assume, when he, when he invited, I'm like, oh, want to go to Ram's Bills with me. I assumed he meant, I've got a ticket. I'm like, yeah, let's go, I'm in. And then later, it's like, he's like, how much do you want to spend on tickets? D- did I, did I just misread that?
5: No, he's got to say right away, follow-up tweet, face value is dot, dot, dot. In fact, I just did this last night. I have tickets for a concert Sunday that I can't use anymore, and I started to text people about them yesterday, and the second tweet was after, hey, any chance you want to see Pearl Jam at the Garden on Sunday, I wrote wrote what the tickets would cost right away, immediately. So if you don't, the only assumption is... It's an invitation and the tickets on the other person. Okay.
2: That's what I kinda thought. Then I asked for a ride and he's like, No. <laughs> like, okay.
3: So now that's I
2: on you. it's a, yeah, no on me. All right. Are you are we are we on the same page here, Disa? Are you with me?
4: Uh yeah, I was thrown for a loop with that one. I know you love that phrase. Um, I thought that he had the tickets and you were just gonna get a free
2: ticket. I did too. So I guess, as as Bogus said, the proper thing is: Do you want to go to Rams Bills with me? We got to get tickets. Is probably the right. Okay. Begrudgingly,
4: I will agree with Bogus.
2: I've already agreed to go. Now I'm having second thoughts because Desale Bogus was didn't have the you know didn't didn't say it on the air, but off the air was saying to me you shouldn't go, sit on your couch, you can go right to sleep afterwards, and you shouldn't go to a lot. I'm kind of excited. I'm really excited to go to the game, but I'm getting less excited about the commute.
5: That's always the problem. What about leaving? Yeah. What's what's going to be worse, getting in or getting out? Cuz getting out, getting but, out. Yeah, cuz here for Giants and Jets games, you've got to plan for like another I don't know, 90 minutes it feels like just to get out of the lot basically.
2: I also want to have some beer, but I'm not going to drive if I'm going to even have a beer or two. So I'm going to take an Uber, but I've heard that it can be hard to get an Uber out of there, so I'm a little I'm, I'm starting to
4: This is going downhill. I know. I'm not liking this at all. Is there... I think
2: I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna catch a ride with my buddy Brady to Tom. have him drop me off. Right? <laughs> He's gonna go sit, just have him drop me off at some random hotel on the way. There's a bunch, and I'll just get an Uber from there is my plan. Okay. Good talk, guys. Let's do it by ourselves.
0: What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell
4: on
1: Writer Than You.
4: Well, since you're going to the game, let's start right there for Buy or Sell. Ahead of tomorrow night's game against the Bills, Rams cornerback Jalen Ramsey wanted to make sure everyone remembers that the Rams are the, the defending champs, not the Bills.
3: I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm not about to sit up here and boost them up like y'all might want, like maybe other people are doing. I ain't doing that. I ain't going to be extra. They good, you know what I mean? But we good too over here so. We're going we'll see him on Thursday. We're going to play football. But I ain't I ain't going to here and boost nobody up. Nobody. I got I got respect for him, but I got more respect for the game and in the way that I prepare and the way my teammates been preparing and our trust and belief in each other. So, I'll boost us up. I'll talk about us and I don't want to really be nice to nobody. Like I ain't I ain't boosting nobody up. It's whatever.
4: Buy or sell Jalen Ramsey's attitude. Towards the Buffalo Bills,
2: I'll buy it all day. I love it. Bye. Look, I want to boost up Bogus. I want to boost you up. You're my teammates. I'm not boosting up Gelb. Oh, he did a really good interview last <laughs> week there, Donald. Maybe I will boost him up a little bit. Not boosting up. All right, I'll boost up everybody on, on, on the network. But my point is, yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. I gotta give. I gotta sit here and praise these guys. Oh, Bogus! I gotta tell a Bogus something. Andrew. Cell last segment on the air, agreed to take his shirt off in the second to last segment on Friday.
4: Oh, I said it was more like a Friday thing. I didn't necessarily say this Friday. Okay, well then, buy or sell. He's going to do it. I guess becomes pretty easy. <laughs> uh, would you like to go ahead and answer there, buddy?
5: No, I mean, I just, I don't believe it. I don't trust you. I just, I'm not, I'm not wasting listening mental emotional power on it.
2: You got, you can't be Rich Ackerman, dude. You, you got to pay the bet off. Yep. And I, I shamed Rich for a long time, and to get him to pay that bet. I'm, I'm we're gonna come to. I don't want to go to a dark place. So I just think you should just do, take the shirt off on Friday, pay the bet, we'll move on. We'll see you come Friday. That's what we're saying. We want to see you come Friday. Yeah, you with your shirt off.
5: Guess what? We're not gonna see on Friday. You shirtless.
2: Nobody wants to see that anyway. I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's maybe maybe some people are into it. Tommy muscles. I don't think. So. I, I nobody wants to see it.
4: this. This is part of the. No one's bed. going to see Why it. Why was this the bet anyway? That I think it's bogus, audio-driven made medium me
2: agreed to. We don't have a stream. No one can see you. <laughs> you could have all your clothes off right now. Nobody would know.
5: <laughs> a couple people would know. walking a couple past would know the, glass the studio, yep. but right. America wouldn't know.
2: America would not know.
5: Your family wouldn't know. (laughs) I'm going to keep it with the NFL here.
4: He tried to bring it back to Brian Kelly.
2: I loved it. Bye. That's what I thought happened. Bye. Y'all need not be late.
4: Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lockett wants the hometown Seattle fans (laughs) to give Russell Wilson an ovation when he returns for Monday Night Football as a member of the Broncos, saying, quote, I think that Seattle should cheer him for everything that he's done helping bring a Super Bowl to this community and all that different type of stuff. He's an amazing guy. End quote. Buy or sell Seahawks fans should give Russell Wilson a standing ovation
2: during Monday Night Football. I mean, that's pretty compelling when you start to get into all that different type of stuff. I mean, that is a...
4: Super Bowl and all that other stuff. He's a nice guy. Nice, um,
2: I'm kind of torn. I'll buy at buy. the start of the game. Then you boo him later. You do. You do both. Bogus, are you a, a celebrate-the-guy-that-left kind of dude? I mean, before the game, absolutely.
5: And some, I'm assuming somewhere in the game, there'll be one of those sappy tribute videos, too. But when the game is the game, he's the enemy.
2: Yep. Should the set buyers know that the sappy video should ironically feature nothing but Ciara music?
5: I mean, if they had any kind of pizzazz in Seattle. Or, I mean, I don't know enough, is there in is there a Ciara enemy? Like, could the, could you play somebody's music that would actually be like a somewhat controversial?
4: I'm dating myself here, but I believe before she married Russ, she was involved with a couple different rappers. So I think there oh. there are some musical choices you could play.
5: I gotcha. You. So you could go old boyfriend route if you wanted to be a little tiny bit vindictive because he wow,
4: did, that would set the tone right away.
5: I mean, he he wanted to go. He wanted to go, so there is a little room for, you know, a jab or two. That'd Wasn't be something.
2: It, I'm looking it up right now. You're, you're right. Is oh, one of them J. Cole? What? Future. It was Future. future. Okay.
4: Yeah. Well, that would be awesome. I'm going to date myself with this one, too. But I think back in the day, like early 2000s, I think she dated Bow Wow.
5: Really? Yeah. This is a remarkable turn of events. Because how many things have we asked D-Cell about in pop culture, and he knows nothing? Bow-wow was big in my day, man. And now you're like four deep on former Ciara boyfriends. But also, too, what I what you have taught me over time is I didn't realize how far back her career went. I know big she's not. music catalog. Right. I know she's not new. I know she's not necessarily making, like, new music or, like, you know, I have a shorter career, a young career. It's like two decades long. I had no idea.
2: She had a hit a couple years ago, I know. Can't remember what it was called. (laughs) Never do I. Great song. (laughs) It was on sometimes, though, and I would be like, yeah, it's Poppy. Pop? Poppy. So, Disa, you're a music guy.
4: Uh, No, I would not call myself that.
2: You're a Ciara guy?
4: Uh, Yeah, I mean, she's very beautiful. Sure, I'll be a Ciara guy. Man, we can tell your wife's back at work. (laughs) Yes, and not listening to the show. What do you say we get to some college football here? After their dominating 49-3 win over Oregon this weekend, the Georgia Bulldogs leapfrogged Ohio State in this week's AP Top 25 poll as the number two team in the country. Buy or sell that Georgia should have passed Ohio State in this
2: week's rankings. This is a tough one, Bogus, because Ohio State played presumably a really good football team. In Notre Dame, and it's not like they—it's not as if they squeaked out a win. Well, I mean, but, that, they, but Oregon's they, a good football
5: team in theory too. They kind of squeaked out a win. I mean, they only won by what eleven points, and it was close into the fourth quarter. I mean, they did squeak out a win. And they is, were, a
2: is eleven a squeak? I think squeaks a field goal at the end. They didn't cover. Right. I'll say that. I don't know if that justifies a I think squeak. That's different. You they, think two possessions doesn't feel like a squeak to me? I, that game
5: felt more squeak than easy win. Plus, they were not anywhere near as good as they were supposed to be on offense in that game.
2: That is true. It did not feel like that to me, but I watched it with a Notre Dame fan who the entire time, she just kept talking about how they're going to lose. It's right. very defeatist. So maybe it colored my... Alright. What was uh, the question? Oh, should Georgia have passed... Where are we at? Where where we come down, Bogey? Uh, I'll say I'll buy that. Alright, let's buy it. Let's do it together. Bye. All right, let's talk some hoops here. And if there's no, like, you don't want to, you don't want to. You're just, you're chomping at the bit to get through this, D-Cell. We're just trying to let it marinate, man. I'm trying to get through as many as I can on hump day here. We got to break the record from last hour how late we go. That's the rule.
4: (laughs) And I'm trying not to. All right, let's get to some hoops here. And you know if we're talking about Kevin Durant, Twitter is involved. Yesterday, KD was a bit cranky about his 96 rating in NBA 2K23. KD tweeted, quote, I'm gonna need an explanation on why I'm not a 99. This has become laughable. Buy or sell that Kevin Durant deserves a 99 rating. Well, I'll
2: sell. Sell. And I'll ask you guys a question. So I'm doing this top hundred list for CBSSports.com, and I'm actually I have to do 125 players because so that you can get the top hundred. So that if you do whatever, it's math, I guess. And I'm at 118. And it's excruciating. My top twenty is locked. I have gone over this a ton a ton. I have Kevin Durant at seven.
4: Just right off the bat, not knowing the other players, that feels a bit got, that
2: b- buy or sell that, that that rank. You can sell it. I'll, I'll sell. It. Mm. You, you have the same reaction, Bogus. And it's it's for this year, right? Right. So it right. So I think that's the key. It is what do you think when this upcoming season over, they will be. And part of this is last year, in our predictions, I had the Lakers at 8 or 9, and my boss talked me out of it. It's like, you can't do that, you're right, and I was like, I I never changed my mind on stuff, but I'm like, okay, and I put them 3 or 4. And obviously the Lakers were awful. Right. So I just, I have this feeling, so here are the guys I have ahead of them, ready? And and part of it is, Durant hasn't played more than 55 games in the last couple years, there's been some injury issues, and I... I think there's a chance that he's going to be impacted by the disaster show, <laughs> the dumpster fire that's the Nets. Okay, so I've got Giannis one, pretty pretty standard. Steph two, I almost put Steph one, right? Jokic is the reigning MVP. I've got him three. I think Embiid's going to win the MVP, so I've got him four. If he doesn't win, I think it's Doncic. I've got him five. And then I get to the two guys that would be much higher if they played more games. It's him and Durant. It's Durant and LeBron. And I went back and forth, and I thought, you know, I have more faith in, in LeBron physically being great for the 55 games than I do Durant. So I got him all the way down to seven.
4: Uh, I like Eight. to change my answer. I'm going to buy it after you laid out the list. I have no qualms about anybody ahead of him.
2: Buy. And I've got Kawhi behind him, which I don't know is right. But again, LeBron, Durant, Kawhi probably all gonna play in the in the fifty game range, my best. Right.
4: Guess. Yeah, think, if you if you're gonna sell that, you gotta tell me who you're taking out. Yeah,
5: Ow. I think I think the best I could do is put him he might stay at seven, but I might reorder the people around him. I, I think you have to leave room for him pouting again, him yep. being like, Oh, my hamstring hurts and being gone for two weeks or not or Simmons being awful, Kyrie doing something dumb, and, like, it just all goes into the you-know-what. Yep. But but, I—but—so, like, that, to me, starts to push him past Jokic and Doncic, but that doesn't feel right. I don't don't know. Then you throw LeBron in there. He probably, to me, should be five or six. But I get where you're going, and I don't— it's not as bad as I initially heard it when you said seven.
2: It feels bad in my brain when I think it, and then I— I've got colleagues and colleagues I respect who have him at one and two and I just can't it's not a it's not a career achievement award right it's 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 like for example I've got colleagues who have got banchero the the rookie at ninety and I for me I've got him in the fifties like I think he's gonna have a great year I think he's gonna be really good i mean it's it's hard. this thing is hard guys so when you're saying he's
5: number seven it, is that safe to say then that you don't think he's going to be first-team All-NBA? Like, is that a, a yeah, straight I, line to draw?
2: If, if I remember properly, and that's positionally, if I remember properly my vote last year, I'm doing this on the top of my head, I believe I put him and LeBron second and third team because of the games they played. I, it was so tight mm-hmm. that I think I docked them. I think they were each second team, and I, it was really hard because I think third-team guys played seventy some, 75 games, or 78 games, whatever it was. Right. But yes, I yeah, I mean cuz it, and it's positional, right? It's it's um front court back court. So you've got Giannis, you've got Jokic, you've got Embiid, you've got Doncic, you've got LeBron, you got to you got to beat out all but one of those guys. Yeah, I mean if I, I remember I, right.
5: I think you can make an argument for Durant at 3 through 7. I don't know that I would accept anything worse than 7 and I couldn't put him ahead of Curry or Giannis. But if you went the way you did, Giannis, Curry, and then Durant. Yeah. I, I you wouldn't be wrong there either.
2: You're right. One one to seven are interchangeable. Giannis, Steph, Jokic, MB, Donjic, LeBron, Durant. Quiet 8 is a sort of interesting, who knows what he's gonna be. And then I think with all respect, the next level, and I go Tatum, Ja, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Trey Young, Devin Booker, Lillard, are it's another, it's a totally different tier
4: yes. of talent. All right, let's finish up with some baseball here. Last one. The New York Mets have lost three straight games, and their lead in the oh, NL East man. has evaporated because the Atlanta Braves have won six straight, catapulting them into a tie with those Mets. Now, before yesterday, the Mets had sole possession of the NL East lead since April 11. And, oh, by the way, earlier this morning, Max Scherzer went on the 15-day IL. Both teams have 26 games remaining, and they go head-to-head Three more times. Buy or sell the Atlanta Braves winning the NL East.
2: Before I do that, I'm going to sell the joy that you took in that question. Sell. I saw it. Bogus saw it. I saw you see Bogus see it and enjoy it even more. I, I gave felt him a little it. glance, yeah. I felt it. I didn't even need to yeah. see it. I felt it. Yeah. I don't know why I kind of randomly like the Mets. I, I, It might be because Mets fans are so much nicer than Yankees fans. Like, Andrew, I like you a lot. And I like James Ward a lot. Like I think you're both really good guys. I'd have beers with each of you. I've had beers with James because he accepts my invitation. But right. Point is, you're both good guys. But James is the James Ward used to work at CBS Sports Radio. Now works at SNY. He's the worst. Like, the, the worst. The, the worst. worst. Like he transforms. Do you remember the old Goofy commercial where or cartoon where Goofy was a nice guy, but he would get behind the wheel of the car, and turned to a horrible person? That's a lot of Yankees fans. Like, oh, you're. I used to think New Yorkers were, were awful people. They're actually some of the kindest people on earth. They really are unless they're talking about the Yankees. And so I, I'm, I like the Mets, sort of, right? Like, I'm not... I, I'm somewhat agnostic, I suppose, as a Cubs fan. And I, I have some Dodgers affiliations professionally, and, and it's a nice organization. But I'd like to see that the Mets do well. I just don't think they're going to. So I'm going to buy Atlanta. Buy! But please talk me out of it. Well,
3: Andy. so
5: I, I'm, the one thing I will say in uh, thanks to D-Cell, and this is actually the topic of my... CBS Sports minute today. <laughs> the Mets have not collapsed here. The Mets when on June 2nd when their lead was 10 and a half games, since then they've played at 17 games over 500. They have the fourth best record in baseball in that 2 month span and they've lost 10 and a half games because the Braves are 62 and 24 in the same stretch. That's ridiculous. That's 117 win projection over a full season that's bonkers so the one however that being said the Mets appear to beginning to collapse now because they've lost the last three games all in blowouts to the twice and the Pirates last night
2: that is a great take that is great data that is great information that is a great idea how are you going to do that in the 22nd minute
5: uh I mean I, I I literally have the script in front of me right now I could read it for you if you want (laughs)
2: I'm <laughs> kind of, lying to you, but I think Tease's get I mean that I didn't know that. I didn't know that the, the, the Braves run that I knew they're playing great baseball. I didn't know it was 100, and 117 game better than the than this year's Dodgers. Yeah, and oh, I don't trajectory. and I don't
5: know what fan graphs how they do this stuff, but the Mets somehow still have a 64% chance of winning the division, so that's almost 2 out of 3. I don't know what any of that math means. But man, it was fun on June 2nd and it sucks right now. <laughs>
2: Baseball, man. Because
5: I've always thought yeah. the Braves are better. I always thought the Braves are better going back into before the season started and they have been better now for two plus months.
2: At least you are in the hands of an ownership situation that is clearly stable. I, you want to win the division. I hope you do. But it's it doesn't feel, if You two correct me if I'm wrong, you're the Mets fan. I, I'm imagining it doesn't feel like this is your shot. You got to grasp onto it because there's five years of incompetence following.
5: Well, the problem is DeGrom might probably is going to leave after this season. Scherzer's a year older. Edwin Diaz is a free agent. Other guys are as a free agent. So like this, this year and you can't account for anything else. Like they've been relatively healthy on on the lineup side of things. So this, it should be the beginning of a long stretch, but you don't know. And this could be a completely different team next year. So you have to only look at right now and they can't blow this opportunity.
2: I like the full circle nature of a few minutes ago d was saying words that pained you, and now you're talking, and those words are paining d because he is so desperate to break. <laughs> not me. No. I we... can't go like full Mets. Like, it's, not, it's not blue shirts, you know, the same, same thing, but mm. I'm, I'm rooting for you.
5: Thank you. We you're appreciate welcome. that. I'm not rooting you. for you. I'm not surprised.
2: Um, dome stadiums are stupid, and so are my Chicago Bears, and that's why they're a perfect match for each other. We'll get into that in the world's longest segment after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
5: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because
3: you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. And one of the great things about Twitter is that it can clarify misunderstandings. Here's one. D-Cell lost a bet to bogish. D-Cell was supposed to take his shirt off for a segment. D-Cell won't do it. D-Cell said he might do it Friday. Then D-Cell said nobody wants to see that. Ah, contraire, mon frere. Cody Peach tweets at all of us pics on Twitter or it didn't happen. Ha ha, crying, happy, funny, laughing face emoji thing. Meaning this dude wants it out there, bro. People do want it. The audience, the listener, the people who graciously give us their time by listening on the free Odyssey app or the podcast, also on the free Odyssey app, or one of the wonderful affiliates that carry the show. Don't turn your back on all of that, Tom. I want to do this
4: as much as you want your beloved, the absolutely beloved Chicago Bears to play in a dome. It's, it's, we're right on the same level there. You're changing the subject. I see what you're doing. I tried to transition. I hate,
2: I hate domes so much. Chicago Bears are going to build a dome stadium. Dome stadiums are stupid. The Bears are stupid. I hate both of them. It's a perfect marriage. I hate being a Bears fan. How you, many games are we? Gonna, we're gonna win four games. I watch every game. We're gonna win four games this year. Do you hate the dome idea because you like playing
4: in the elements, the snow, yeah, the I wanna, wind, I the rain? Fresh air.
2: If you go, if you go retractable roof on the on the dome and it, and and you err on the side of having the roof open, right? It's torrential rain. Fine, but I I mean one of the great sports venues on the face of the earth is Lambeau. I mean it's it's it is iconic. It's incredible. And when it gets cold, guess what? It's cold. plus the bears, when they've been good, have historically been good based on their defense and their toughness, and that is a thing that you can you can use the weather as to your advantage in that respect. other than Tom Brady, who seems immune to everything, there have been a lot of quarterbacks who go into Lambeau in the postseason. they're like, oh my dear God, it's freezing here that and that that difficulty, that mental toughness you have to have. It can be a factor. It can be a, a real home field advantage. Domes are dumb, man. And no offense wherever you're listening, Detroit, wherever. I don't like them. No. I want some elements. I also think they should play Super Bowls at places up north. Like, not every Super Bowl needs to be in Miami or in Texas or L.A. Play one in Chicago. If it snows, it snows. Oh, it's so cool. It's football. It's not tiddlywinks. winks. Not tennis. Tennis, you actually can't play in the elements. It's, it's it's the National Football League, and we can't play a single championship with with the threat of rain or snow. Well, that would be awful. It's football, man. And by the way, they're going to the, Chicago. Will get a Super Bowl the moment that dome is ready to go, which is also dumb. Open the roof. I wanna. I wanna. I don't care if everyone that plays and covers support disagrees because they're wrong. I want a Super Bowl at Lambeau. Be amazing. And if it's cold and miserable, it's cold and miserable. What Lambeau Field can can host eight to nine games a year and the Packers can have to deal with that all year long, all the way through an NFC championship game, but, but two teams aren't able to, to deal with the elements so that we can't host a, a Super Bowl at a place at a iconic place like Lambeau? Give me a break. Yeah, yeah, you got me. Don't think I forgot about the shirt, Diesel. Shirt's coming off Friday. I can't control where the, where the NFL puts Super Bowls, where we can make you pay your bets. Ask Rich Ackerman. Not paying bets is a bad idea with me. It's a show. That's it. Thanks, Ephraim. Thanks, bogish. Thanks, Diesel. Thank you, dear listener, for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on a less angry version of Ryder Than You on CBS Sports Radio.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,